The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Good morning, hoop ballers, and welcome to another edition of Hoop Balls. DFS today. This is your July 8th edition. I am your host, Santino Cocon, and we have game two of the NBA Finals on deck for all of you. Now, before we get into that, I do want to give a quick shout out over to our guys at MyBookie, simply the best sports book around. It's as simple as betting, winning, and getting paid. A fully fledged casino platform all at the edge of your fingertips you can make any sports bet you want we're into the nba finals we just finished up hockey but we have uh the nfl right around the corner we're right into the middle of the nba or the uh, mlb season the wnba season's coming on uh we're right in the middle of that and we got a big ufc fight this weekend and everything else in between uh you can bet all kind of any type of sports bet you want. And we also have table games, or they also have table games, virtual games, live dealers, um, virtual dealers, whatever the case may be, slots, you name it, my bookie has it. Give them a uh, sign up now, give them a tryout. And when you're signing up, you can get your first deposit half matched halfway up to a thousand bucks by simply entering the promo code HOOPBALL. That's H O O P. B-A-L-L. All right, everyone. So we are in game two of the NBA Finals. The Phoenix Suns took game one, a very, very good first half, uh, followed by a blistering third quarter for the Suns, uh, where they took a eight-point lead and then doubled it. Uh, They just came out firing. It looked like they were up a 1,000 points in the third, but it was – uh, the the Bucks were doing pretty well too. Uh, the Bucks outscored them in the fourth, but a little too late. It was a very good Phoenix Suns win. Uh, very well rounded. They had four starters and double figures, two bench players and double figures, three people over twenty points. Uh, was awesome. <clears throat> and the big surprise from last game, Giannis played and he looked. Fantastic. Uh, Really, really good out there. Um, (laughs) Last podcast I did uh, was game one. He was listed as doubtful. So, again, these are early look podcasts. And be prepared to shift with the news. Uh, Didn't expect him to play. Neither did anybody else. And then all of a sudden he went from doubtful to questionable midday. And then he went, oh, now he's going to see how he feels in warm-ups. And he's a game-time decision. To Now he's playing. And now he looks really good out there. So definitely keep an eye on the news. I know it's only one game. It's the finals. Things aren't supposed to creep up on us like that, but they still do. All right, without further ado, let's get into this slate. Game two of the NBA finals. We have a a 221.5 game total for you, and the Suns are 5.5 point home favorites. 5.5 point home favorites. On the injury report, we have Dante DiVincenzo as out for the Bucks, and Dario Saric tore his ACL in Game 1 
he is done for the series as well. Unfortunate um, that that happened, but now we see who will step up in his absence. He was playing uh, about a decent chunk of minutes in the mid, uh, not too many, but like 12, 13-ish minutes is the backup, main backup big. Now you're going to see Torrey Craig played 16 in the last one. Frank Kaminsky played four. Payne played a little bit extra. Cam played his usual 20. And the starters just played a ton. But we'll go. We'll start with the Bucks because they are the away team. And we'll start with everybody's utility price because it's just easier that way. Um, Giannis, Middleton, Holiday, those are the big guns here. We'll start with Giannis. Uh, he looked awesome. He dropped 53, almost 54 fantasy points in that first game. Only took 11 shots uh, from the field, had 12 free throws, made most of them, grabbed 17 rebounds, a couple stocks there, had five fouls. Um, He looked awesome, and I think you can only go up from there in 35 minutes. He shouldn't take 11 shots, even though he took 12 free throws. It should still be uh, 16, 17, 18 shots coming, so... I think you can only go up from there, 20 and 17. It's hard to say that, but he is Giannis. Uh, maybe get his leg. he gets his legs under him. He won't have five fouls like he did. That's not too often that he gets into deep, deep foul trouble like that in uh, under 40 minutes. But <clears throat> I think, again, 50 point is, is the floor, and we can definitely look to Giannis. Uh, might be tough to throw him into that captain spot at 17 grand when we only have 50, 50 to play with on a showdown slate. But... Definitely someone that you want to keep in your in your lineup there. Chris Middleton, he dropped 29 points, shot 12 of 26. So the splits came back for him where he shoots, doesn't shoot as great on the road as he does at home. Uh, still put up great numbers, even with Giannis returning. He was going to be the alpha dog, to, and then he wound up uh, sharing that lo- load. But uh, he took 26 shots. He easily took the most shots on the team. Had 29 points, though, on 26 shots. Didn't attempt a single free throw. I would rather have Giannis. I think the floor is safer, sailing safer, assuming that um, his knee feels 90-plus percent fine. He said he was about 85. He felt really good. Nothing to – if there's no news that says, oh, he's sore today or whatnot, I'd rather have Giannis. I know it's $1,600 more uh, for the utility spot, but I think it's well worth it. We know what Giannis is capable of. They are also down one nothing in this series. I think we're going to get a lot – more of Giannis, aggressive Giannis, uh, taking a lot of shots in this one. Drew Holiday, I'm sorry. I really like, he was one of my favorite plays, and then, yes, the other game, uh, for game one, and then Giannis got cleared. Uh, now I, I just don't want anything to do with him, really. At 8-8, eight, eight, I shouldn't say, that's kind of harsh. He still played 40 minutes, took 14 shots, had 9 assists, 10 points. Uh, but as long as Giannis is playing, and there's Giannis Middleton and him, He's easily the third fiddle, uh, and, and I'm not going to pay near 9 k for him. Um, in that scenario, for $1,000 more, you can go to Chris Middleton. Uh, you, could, you can get Aiton for a couple hundred more. Chris Paul, Booker on the other side. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we have to go to Drew Holiday. Um, they need him to play really well to win the series. But at, at his price tag, knowing that there's Giannis and Middleton there, uh, it's going to be tough for me to play him. If Giannis was still out, game one would have been much different for his stats. But uh, now that Giannis is there, it's, it changes things a lot for him. 
<clears throat> if he was um, like seven six, if he was near Brooke Lopez's price tag or under eight k, eight k or under, would really like him. But eight eight, I'd just rather pay the pay up to get some of these other guys. Now Brooke Lopez, he had a really good first half. He had seventeen points, six rebounds, shot seven of fourteen from the field. Only played twenty three minutes, and that might be. Uh, something that they'll have to look at. They had some success when they put Giannis at the five for stretches, and they might continue to do this. Uh, we'll see what Bud adjusts to in this game. Uh, but that's something that they had some success on late in the game when they were trying to stay alive uh, in that game. <clears throat> and could be something that we see moving forward. Uh, I think Brooke Lopez has been playing really well, really, really well the last few games. Uh, but again, I, I don't think I want to go 7-6 for him. I want to see what they do, especially with that center spot. <clears throat> playing some more Bobby Portis, playing Giannis at the five. Uh, it's something that they'll definitely consider if they start slow again. Uh, P.J. Tucker's now 4-6. Not bad. You know he's going to play a lot of mon- uh, minutes. Uh, he's been putting up mid-teens to low-20s pretty consistently throughout these playoffs. So 4-6, great price tag. Uh, I shouldn't say great price tag, but just a great guy to throw in your lineup at the end of your lineup. Uh, not going to cost you too much, cost you more than nothing, but you know he's going to play a lot of minutes. Uh, he, he was guarding Devin Booker a lot, so they're going to use him there. And, I mean, it, it's hard to find someone playing 30-plus minutes and, and doesn't have a great ceiling, but his floor is pretty solid. Uh, so I'll have a lot of him in my lineups as well. Pat Connaughton played 28 minutes in that first one. Uh, he had eight points. Four fouls. <laughs> I only had 13 and a half fantasy points, but the game before that we, against Atlanta and that closeout game dropped 30. I know there was no Giannis, but we know he has a little bit more upside than that. And at 4K, I don't mind going there. I think uh, P.J. Tucker is safer, uh, but I don't mind having both of them, especially since we did see, like I mentioned, Giannis playing the five, and, and they were going smaller. So it uh, could be more minutes for Connaughton as well, and they're going to need him to stretch the floor. Um, it might not be something that they start off with. I doubt that. But if they start falling behind and they need to change some things up, now that Bud saw how it worked, I don't. I ex- wouldn't expect him not to go back to that if they need to. So I can expect Connaughton to play a little bit, and I don't mind going there. Bobby Portis, 3-2. Now that we know Giannis is back, his price tag cratered. And I don't hate going here, um, especially since the Giannis had the five thing that I keep bringing up. So uh, he will be a break in case of Blake uh, break. Ugh, I can't even say the word Blake break glass in case of emergency. There we go. Uh, but uh, some not not some guy I'm targeting. If if he's my last spot is around three k and I can fit him in my lineup. All right, but I'm not going to go out there and throw him in there now. Uh, Bryn Forbes, he it would be a guy that I don't mind targeting. He's going to play. Double-digit minutes, not great upside, but uh, he's only 1-8, 1,800. And if they go small, they're going to need his shooting. He's one of their better perimeter shooters, so uh, he can find himself playing extra minutes there. So um, at that cheap of a price tag, I don't mind trying to take a look at him there. And I guess if you really wanted another break last in case of emergency, Jeff Teague played 10 minutes in that last one, so uh, so maybe he's going to play. Another 10 minutes. Uh, not someone I want to target. I'd rather just have Bryn Forbes, but he's an option if you're really going top-heavy in this. Um, but I, I wouldn't go past Forbes. I like Forbes and Tucker more than the guys around them. Uh, Middleton and Giannis mostly as 
we should. I mean, for obvious reasons. Uh, but I like Giannis the best in this. I think as long as he looks, pregames are saying that he's going to continue to improve and he didn't have any minor setbacks or whatnot, then we can look at Giannis all day. And I apologize if you guys hear any beeping in the background. They are still doing road work outside of my house. Uh, it feels like it's been going on forever, but they are redoing the entire street. So if you hear that, I am extremely sorry. Uh, there's nothing much I can do. All right, on the other side of the ball, we have the Phoenix Suns. <clears throat> we saw Chris Paul go off. We saw Devin Booker play very well as well. Uh, we had three people over 20 points. Booker had 27. Paul had 32. Aiton had 22. Uh, Bridges dropped 14. Johnson and Payne dropped 10 off the bench. And Crowder played really well, just didn't make any shots. Um, <laughs> so there's that. But we'll go back to this side of the ball. Chris Paul makes still makes a lot of sense. He's going to have a lot of Drew Holiday. There was P.J. Tucker was on Booker a lot. Holiday was on Paul. But Paul looks ready for this moment. He said the week off really helped him heal his hurt hand, uh, probably his, his shoulder that was hurting in the first year, first round. Uh, he looks healthy, and he was getting to his spots, and he was hitting everything, it seemed like. He shot 12 of 19 from the floor, 4 of 7 from 3. He was just on fire, man. Uh, I expect maybe not another 30-point game, uh, but I expect another really, really rock-solid performance from Chris Paul. Uh, you can see, I wouldn't put a pass him to drop another 50-plus points here. Um, he's just playing fantastic. Devin Booker, pretty much similar price tag. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, – I know he shot 8 of 21 from the field and 1 of 8 from 3. Yeah, very, very bad shooting performance, but he helped himself get into the line 10 times and making all 10 of them. Um, <clears throat> I think Chris Paul I like slightly more here, uh, but Booker does have – High upside as well if his shots are falling. Uh, P.J. Tucker did cause him a little bit of trouble. He did, in my opinion, get bailed out a few times on uh, ticky-tack fouls. So that did help his line. But P.J. Tucker played really solid for him. Uh, solid defense. His length caused him some fits. <clears throat> his strength caused him some fits. So I, I think I, I want to lean towards Chris Paul and those two guys as well uh, again. Um, and Chris Middleton is right around both their price tags. Uh, he's nine eight, so he's right under them. I'd rather just go Paul, though. I want to balance it out one one and the other on one on each team. <clears throat> but um, DeAndre Ayton, man, this guy has been awesome. Nine two, he's probably my favorite play on this side. Uh, just you, you get a nice discount there, twelve hundred dollar discount from Paul, eight hundred dollar discount from Booker. Um, <clears throat> I prefer him over Booker, but man, this guy's just ripping down. Uh, I'm, I'm quoting Dave Chappelle, uh, ripping down boards like Charles Barkley. Uh, he's just 19 rebounds, 22 points. The game before that, 17 rebounds, 11, 22 before that. Uh, he's just been awesome this postseason, and he, it feels like every game he gets better. Uh, he's playing near 40 minutes. He played 39 in that first one, 40 in the closeout game against the Clippers, 37, 41 before that. Uh, he's playing a ton of minutes, and he has been awesome. Um I, I think he can score another 20 points in this. Uh, I, can, I think he can get another 12 to plus rebounds. So I, I like trying to get DeAndre Ayton in, in this lineup at 9,200. I think that's a very solid price tag for him. Uh, maybe doesn't blow the ceiling out of the water, but D 
decent floor of, of, of about 40 points. I, I think we can live with that as well. Michael Bridges. He's just pretty good. Uh, he dropped nearly 19 in the last one. He's a pretty good player. I think he's better in real life than in fantasy. And while I like him, the $6,800 price tag is going to be hard for him to top. Uh, he'll need a lot of things to go right. He does a lot of good when he's on the floor, and he, he makes very good cuts. Uh, he, he's very good help defender, on-ball defender, perimeter post, you name it. He does a lot of really, really good things. Not all the time does that translate to the stat sheet, though. And in DFS, that's that's what we care about. And at 6,800, um, not that I hate him, but I'm probably not going to have too much exposure to him there. <clears throat> but Cam Johnson, it's like finally, finally his price tag bumped up. He was, he's was he been nothing. He started 2,800 in the last game in, in game one. Now he's 6K. Now it's more of, okay, I don't know if I really want to play Cam Johnson. He was he kept being a gimme for the longest of times, especially in game one. Now at 6K, um, he's been bringing back rock solid value, but at 6K, it's more of, ah, it's it's going to be hard for him to hit 5X here, to be completely honest. And I'd rather uh, take my chances with Jay Crowder, who shot 0 of 8 in game one, 0 of 5 from three. He only scored one point from the free throw line, and then, but he did. He grabbed nine rebounds, had a block. I expect a little bit better performance. I expect him to make at least a couple shots in this one. And at $400 discount to Cam Johnson, we know he's going to play more minutes than Cam Johnson. Uh, I'd rather just take Jay Crowder here. I think the tables have turned now that Cam Johnson's price tag jumped up from 2800 to six k and now we can look at Jay Crowder more. Uh, out of those three guys, I'd rather just take the discount of Jay Crowder comparatively to all the other guys, and we know he could play uh, more minutes at the four, and if they re- go super small, like he did place a couple center minutes, he could see a couple extra center minutes in, in Giannis center minutes lineups as well. Uh, now that Sarge is out, uh, there is an option for that. And speaking of Sarge being out, Torrey Craig, he played 16 minutes in the last one. Could see him playing a couple extra minutes, maybe get into 20 as well. Uh, doesn't have huge upside, but at 2,400, we don't need him to have huge upside to hit that, especially now that he might be seeing extra minutes. Along with Frank Kaminsky, I don't think he's going to play much. He only played four, even without with Sarge leaving after two minutes. But if, again, break glass in case of emergency, if you need another backup big, he might be the Sato backup center, uh, power forward option in this series for the Suns. And he only costs 1000 so I don't hate going there. But I, they might go smaller and just throw Torrey Craig and Jay Crowder as their bigs a lot uh, whenever <clears throat> DeAndre Ayton needs a breather. Uh, but they're probably going to try and give him as close to 40 minutes every game now as they can. But Kaminsky could be an option as well, uh, just, just to throw that out there. All right, that does it for today's show. We will do a quick player tier on how we rank everybody. Uh, we will. I'll go with my favorite expensive play of the night, Giannis. And I want to try and get him in my captain spot. I know he's going to cost a whopping seventeen grand, but I'll try and get him in my captain spot. If I like my lineup better, I don't mind going with him outside of my captain spot. Uh, there are some other guys here who have rock-solid floors, rock-solid upside as well. It's a very good and balanced two teams. Uh, so I don't need to force him into my captain spot, but if it can make it work and it looks solid, that's where I'll go there. He's my favorite expensive play. I know he's the highest guy, price guy on the, on the slate, uh, but if he did that, coming into the day doubtful, 
if as long as he improved and didn't get any setbacks or anything like that, I can only see him going up from game one, especially after a loss. My favorite mid-tier play of the day. I'll go to a uh, the lowest t- mid-tier guy that we can go to, uh, Jay Crowder. <clears throat> I think I'm going to want to have some a lot of exposure to Giannis, Paul, uh, and guys up there. So I want to bring in my mid-tier and my low-tier lower than I can. And Jay Crowder at 5,600 is a really solid price tag. I know he shot 0 of 8 from the first uh, floor in the first game. This guy has a very short memory. I don't expect him to miss every shot again. They're still at home. Expect much better performance on the scoring front. And I expect him to contribute a couple steals, couple blo- or a couple stocks, I should say, rebounds, etc. Uh, he should bring back near value. And you're getting a discount for Bridges and Cam Johnson, who uh, could put up the same numbers. Now that Cam Johnson, his price tag ballooned to a more respectable and uh, now second-guessing price tag. My favorite... Value play of the night, going to go to P.J. Tucker. Uh, I just know he's going to play a ton of minutes. I know his floor is very safe. He's been putting up teens points in the teens to low 20s, all pretty much all playoffs, uh, a couple games even higher than that. So I know he's just super safe. I know what I'm getting with P.J. Tucker. He's going to play 35 or so minutes, uh, maybe even extra minutes now if they play small, and I, I can live with that. Uh, other people have higher upside there. Um, Tory. Tory Craig's a guy at 2,400 who should play 16-plus minutes. He played 16 in the last one, maybe more. Uh, we could look at that too. But I just know the safeness that I'm getting with P.J. Tucker, and I'll throw him in my lineup because of that. <clears throat> All right, guys. Thank you for joining us today uh, for another edition of DFS Hoopballs DFS today. We have Game 2 of the NBA Finals. Hope you enjoy it. And again, just keep an eye on the news. I know there's not going to be – a lot of moving and shaking, but we saw it last in the in game one that Giannis just all of a sudden was healthy enough to play after it looked like he might be out for a while after that injury. So just keep an eye on the news. If things change, adjust. As always, this is a first look podcast, so it's not written in stone. Things do change throughout the day. Um, but thank you again for joining us. Give us a rate review if you haven't already. You can follow me on Twitter at Santino Cocone. You can follow us all on Twitter. Uh, just go find one of our Twitter names. I'm sure you'll find us all. But thank you guys for joining in, and have a good one. Peace. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.